Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with Giants legend Carl Banks and broadcaster Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Papa, two-time Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Giants taking on the Raiders in Vegas. First ever trip to Sin City. And uh, guess what? They're not going to be facing Josh McDaniels. Um, they got a new GM. They got a new head coach. The head coach is someone we all know, Antonio Pierce. Yep. But uh, it's going to be interesting, Carl, because you know you looked at this game. I think before everybody got fired, I liked the Giants' chances better. <laughs> <laughs> then after yeah. everybody got fired, it just snapped the attention of the Raiders, who were awful last week. Yeah, it's it's a dangerous team now. Um, and then they have a new quarterback as well. So I'm sure they're going to be intentional about getting the football to their star wide receiver. Really good football players on this team. Um, they were not well-coordinated, if you will. Um, and that's going to change with Antonio Pierce. And I think, you know, from all the accounts that I'm reading, uh, these players are willing to run through a wall for Antonio Pierce already. So um, it's a dangerous game, but it's no less dangerous than it was with the Giants getting on a plane and flying to Vegas with the record being what it is. Um so they're going to have to prepare. Um, it's the NFL. Everybody's got to prepare for everybody's best shot or else, you know, you're, you're going to get run out of the building. And that's something the Giants can't afford to do right now. Danny Dines is back. Daniel Jones. Yeah, let's let's talk about that, because I think this is a crucial stretch for Daniel Jones and uh, this giant offense but in particular Daniel Jones he's got I mean when he left out uh injured you know the offensive line was not well um <laughs> he was not making great decisions either and I think you know the offensive line is now communicating better um they're not turning guys loose like they were when he was in there. So let's see how Daniel Jones operates this next stretch of games with an offense that – an offensive line that kind of have an idea of who to block. Max Crosby is, should be uh, public enemy number one. Where's Max? Let's go Where's find Where's Max? <sighs> yeah. Find Max and then get him blocked up. But um, you've got – weapons now you've got while you were out the development of Wandell Robinson um they're without their tight end um did the Giants bring up Lawrence Cager no uh, well he could be elevated from the practice squad I'd really like to see him in there um he can make plays you got number 13, man, that they got to get the football to. If you want to change a game, get it to him. Daniel Jones is back with Saquon Barkley. So I say this is a crucial, crucial stretch for him. And I don't, I don't want to say this is make or break for his career. 
um, as a giant quarterback, but it is a defining moment for how he moves forward as a giant quarterback because, you know, like many, I believe in him. I believe he's a good quarterback, but he's got to show it. He's got to make great decisions. Um, could there be a little rust from him being out? Sure, but um, he's got to he's got to dust that off. He's got to lead them to victory, but he's got to show that um, he's their guy. I mean, you know, you're in a you know losing spiral right now as a team, and um, you got to figure out how to get your team in the win column and keep them in the win column. Um, and you're the guy that that has to lead them there. I got a message for our fans out there. Football's back. Bet online's your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoffs and Super Bowl, Bet Online is going to give you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. So head to the website today or use your mobile device. Get in. Look, I when I, I saw these reports that he might not be back until week 10 against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ugh. I mean, let's face it. The Cowboys have been a house of horrors for the Giants. And they started the whole onslaught of Daniel Correct. Jones. So when, when I saw him coming back for this game, yes, I know Max Crosby's really good, but their defense, it's gettable, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's a gettable defense. So, yeah, you're right. He's got to show something because, you know what, unfortunately for him, it's not like the Giants put up a boatload of points or were proficient right. doing scoring. But people are going to compare him to Tyrod Taylor and what Tyrod Taylor did. So he's got to, he's got, you're right. He's got to play well in this game. What about Patrick Graham's defense from what you saw studying? Makes, uh, gives the Giants opportunities in this game, in your opinion. Well, I can tell you this. They, as a defense, have had some communications problems. Um, they are a zone, mix in some man, they're a matchup zone uh, type of team. Uh, Patrick, will bring some pressure, but you look at their defense and, you know, after every big play, there's two guys looking at each other like, weren't you supposed to do this or weren't you supposed to do that? So, um, yeah, it's a lot of that. And, you know, the, the only constant they have is, is Max Crosby, who can actually pressure the quarterback, who's got great instincts. But, you know, Patrick is a good coach, um, but their players weren't playing well, and I don't know what the disconnect is or was, and that's, you know, if you're a giant player, that's not your concern. Just do your job, um, execute your offense, and exploit the matchups. But it's hard to exploit matchups when you are um, under duress. So they've got to make sure that Max Crosby is contained. I don't know if you can stop him, but you got to contain him. Yeah, you just – you can't let him completely wreck the game, I yeah. think, is a a good way of looking at it. He's going to get a sack or, you know, he's going to get hits on the quarterback. Sure. He's going to make a pressure. couple. He's, yeah, he's going to make a couple plays against your run, but don't let him make a lot of them. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, don't let it just snowball, snowball. Carl, one of the things, look, last week they played this. Uh, I was talking to a, a friend, and I was like, yeah, last week the Giants played, for those who may not recall, but before there was a shot clock in basketball, in college basketball, there was this Dean Smith four corners offense. And they had a guy named yeah. Phil Ford who was the point guard. And they had a lead, yeah. and they would put people in four corners, and they just pass the ball around, chew yeah. up the game. The Giants played four-corner football last week. In this game this week, they're going to have to get Jalen Hyatt and Slayton involved in some deep throws. Like, it, they, can't, yeah. they can't just be horizontal because that's what got them in trouble, right? Well, we got him in trouble, yes, um, in the fact that they didn't have an experienced quarterback. Um, but, yeah, even when Tyrod Taylor was there, um, he seemed a little little jittery, didn't seem to want to wait some of these things out. And clearly the Jets looked at the, um, the prior game and says, well, you know, he's going to be making quick decisions. Let's not make one of those decisions a deep ball. Um, but it's a rhythm offense now. Let's see if uh, Brian Dable puts some of the rhythm plays in the offense that uh, they had Tyrod Taylor running because it it did help the offensive line. Um, you got Saquon Barkley back. Let's let's he gets your offense in rhythm, and he manipulates defenses um, with every touch of the football. Now, by the way. Raiders got a guy pretty damn good, too. Jacobs. He puts pressure on the defense, and I'm sure with a new quarterback in their um, offense, they're going to rely on Jacobs a lot to help their young quarterback out as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because they're starting a rookie quarterback in this game. Um, And Giants uh defense, you've been tackling really well. Don't take this weekend to fall off. Don't take a step backwards. This this guy is, is pretty good. He'll chew you up if you don't tackle him. Yeah, I mean, this is a big game. I mean, for a lot of reasons. I mean, the Giants could easily. They're not. And I know your old coach said you are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. So they're two and six. But they could easily be four and four. I mean, the sure. Buffalo game and the Jet game were two games that, due to player execution, you want to talk about some decisions that were made coaching-wise, a combination. It's a team game, so there's everybody shares in the blame of a loss, just like mm-hmm. everybody should share in the success of a victory. But they could easily be four and four than not. Um, I think for the Giant fan base, this is like a this is a statement game, as far as this team is concerned. Like. You can't be losing to an interim head coach and a rookie quarterback and a team that is, had dysfunction. Now, we, you and I know it's still football, mm-hmm. and there's professional players on the other side. Yep. But from a perception standpoint, from a fan standpoint, Bobby Fanboy, you're sitting there and you're saying, we, we got to win this game. I don't care if we win. the I, I, Not style right. points. Uh-huh. Just win by one more point. We just need to score one more point than they got. Get one more yard. Get whatever it takes, which has been, you know, the last two weeks, 
one yard to find defeat and victory. Um, they have to be better. They've got to take advantage of red zone opportunities. Um, kickers got to make kicks. Protection teams have to protect on those said kicks. Um, liabilities. Your special teams cannot be. And right. every week, let's just say every week they've been inconsistent at best. Yeah, the punter had been really good until last week. He struggled. I mean, in every aspect, right? Yeah. So you're right. It had the special team, and that's one of the reasons too. Like when you look at this stuff, they're they're a below 500 team. So you got to excel. You got to you got at least. If not winning special teams, you got to get a stalemate. You can't lose it. Now, yeah, I, go ahead. I was going to ask you, like, did you lose your uh, one of your seats on the charter or something? Because they got more kickers than I've. <laughs> <laughs> they signed a kicker, Cade York, mm -hmm. who was with Cleveland last year. His downfall was kind of uh, a couple of the Baltimore games. And then he missed some in preseason. He got caught because he was a draft pick of the Browns last year. Mm -hmm. And then you got Randy Bullock's on the practice squad. And they're basically having a kickoff to see who's going to be the guy that kicks in the game, whether it's Cade York, who's on the active roster, or yeah. Randy Bullock, who could be elevated from the practice squad to be on the roster. Those points are important. They They've, are. Uh... They've cost you a victory last week, so you got to make sure you get them. And again, you have to have a complementary um, three phases of your football game: OD and special teams. Everybody, even if you're not contributing, you can't be a liability. You can't be a negative. So if you can be a net net zero, that's fine. But don't be a net negative for your for your team. So my next question to you is this. I know on all the Giants social media platforms and our Coach Dable show, you had a chance to sit down and have a nice conversation with yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau. Mm -hmm. What's your takeaway from all of that? Was um, he hearing the noise, you think? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but this guy, this young man is so focused on just how he can get better. And it's not, it's, I can tell you, it is not, you know, athlete speak, right? You know, say the right things, say the things you think people want to hear, say the things that um, answer some of the critics. He legitimately wants to get better and he wants to be a complete football player. And that is, Super impressive because when you, you look at the interview and you just listen to his answers, answers that you're not even asking questions to, and you realize he gets it. And then he, he talks about um, some of the plays that he played in that Jet game and what he did and what he didn't do. He's he's He gets it. I think he legitimately wants to be better each and every game, each and every year, uh, each and every play, but it's not the splash stuff. He just, he wants to be a contributor. So I think he hears it. 
I think he's playing the run better, and I think he's hurt a lot. Not that he wasn't seeing it in the film room also. They're pointing it out. He hears it before a lot of people are seeing it because he's got coaches that right. are emphasizing that. Um, but because he can do so much, um, he's an asset in terms of helping other players be better. Um, he's the reason why, you know, Okereke and Micah Fadden, one of the reasons why they're able to have the high level of production that they're having is because they're not, he's not breaking down. Well, they're going to need him to be big. I mean, he's third in the NFL in sacks right now. Mm. I mean, he's third in the league in sacks uh, with eight and a half. And I think just being consistent, right, for him, can, yep. can he have an impact on the game this week? You know, can you be inconsistent on, uh, consistent on a week-to-week basis? But, um, yeah, it was a great interview, by the way. Kudos on that thing. Thank you. If if fans haven't seen it, you can go to the Giants' social media platforms uh, and watch the interview in its entirety. What else about this game intrigues you? Um, I, I the offense, this giant offense is it's it's what's going to be intriguing to me. Like I said, Daniel Jones may be a little rusty; he's got to shake it off. But this is a stretch. This is a leadership stretch. This is a execution and production stretch. Um, he's got to show it. You know, um, I believe he's capable, and I believe he will. But you know, he's he's dealing with some some. I, I guess the I don't want to use a word that is so medically. Um, but I guess it applies to him, some PTSD. I mean, he's he came all he just had whiplash, man, and he's been beat from pillar to post. So let's see where the confidence is. I want to see, you know, uh, the decision-making and, you know, some level of comfort and calm in his his movements, his, his uh, deliberativeness, um, I really want to see that. This is important. The internal clock had gotten so out of whack, right? I mean, it. Yeah. all those hits took an effect, you know, and hopefully he can have a clean pocket early in the game, settle into the game. For me, the key in this game, too, for the Giants is handle the early emotional rush right the Raiders are going to come out flying they got AP as their new head coach clearly the guys were not happy with the way the room was being run by McDaniels Mm. um the owner had met with players and all this other stuff about culture and all those other things so you know they're going to be flying high yeah I think for the Giants it's just hold the fort the first five seven minutes of the game and then you know, let the game develop and just make plays that you need to be made offensively and defensively just tackle well. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, the one thing about these emotional type games when there's sudden change in your, your leadership, you go out and play your game. I, I wouldn't even say hold the fort, just go play, go play your game because they're not even a full week removed from, 
what they just went through. So just go and play your game. Let them figure it out on their own. Let them figure out uh, how to recover after a tough loss and say we were closer this week than we were last week because that's where the Giants are. You know, go out and play your damn game and, and execute your game plan and find a way to win. I mean, they're they're trying to figure it out too. But you want you want them to walk off the field and say, well, you know, we we did some good things. We're close and blah blah blah. And you want you want to hear the Giants say, hey, we did the little things right and we were able to get the victory. Well, they're getting an opportunity on Sunday in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What what else? What else is on your mind these days? Not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're staying um, out of the fray. It's pretty good. Listen, man. I you know made some decisions, um, and you know, obviously, it's 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 known to everybody now. I'm I'm no longer doing, you know, the radio show on. Um, WFAN, my weekly spot. And I made the decision. Um, and let me first, let me qualify this by saying I spoke with all the parties involved. I spoke with Brandon. I spoke with Sal and I uh, spoke with Spike Eskin multiple times, by the way. Um, nothing but respect for those guys. And, you know, there was obviously an incident that happened that, um, kind of got the world in an uproar and you know it, it I don't want I don't want to say it was eye opening but you know you hung you get hung up on right and um we I had some frank discussions with everybody but we're good like I I don't have a problem with those guys um but it it just told me that this is it's just a place that or a format that I don't want to be a part of. And so everybody knew, um, got nothing but love for Brandon. I don't know Sal. I've known Sal for about eight weeks, you know, I 10 weeks or whatever it's been. Um, but I respect his passion. So, I mean, that spikes machine, he can run it the way he wants. Um, all, all business is settled as far as I'm concerned. Now they got some other people on the on the periphery yapping and you know Jeez. that ain't that ain't my issue. You know, you no people mad, you know. I'm I'm okay. I ain't got much to say. You know what I mean? Somehow like, Gary Myers got caught in the crosshairs. <laughs> it's so, well, and it's unfortunate. <laughs> I just saw a tweet last night from one of their other guys to Gary Meyer. And I'm like, holy wow, man, I hope your your account was hacked. It is just too many vulgar. Casamigos. I listen, man. <laughs> I <laughs> look, Bobby, look. I ain't saying nothing, but it's no, you, you don't know, need to say anything. Let listen, them keep man. yapping about this. Yeah, but um, as far as those guys are concerned, they're doing 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 a format. It's an opinion show. Everybody has them. Um, ball don't lie, so they be proven right or be proven wrong. Um, that's it, well, man. I ain't got much. <laughs> well, this is where listen. This is where Giants fans need to come for content. 
for understanding what's actually going on. Yeah. Um, understanding football. If you're a football fan, see, they're, they're, they're just entertainers, right? Most of the guys are just, they're entertainers and they want to get ratings and they want to do a radio show that creates a buzz, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> most of them never worked in this league or major league baseball or NHL or the NFL or NBA or other just guys with mics and they talk. And so their job is to create like a buzz narratives, buzzes, correct. Whatever. Yeah. Now, obviously they got guys like boomer and they've got Tiki that have actually played at ridiculously high levels that can share and add insight to this stuff, mm-hmm. to the, to, to the narratives and the chatter. I mean, Boomer won a league MVP. He nearly won a Super Bowl yeah. if it wasn't for Joe Montana and a throw to John Taylor and an epic drive. He's also a Super Bowl champ. Mm-hmm. So he's been in the arena. Um, so, yeah. He, so here's where you want to come if you want to actually learn or understand about what the heck's going on. Because even with me being embedded, you realize how much you really don't know about football until you're around football people. Mm. Cause it's a complicated sport. It is. I, it I is. think a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people can uh, coach from the stands in a basketball game. Yeah. It's, it's not that hard. And it's a, it's a much simpler sport. Um, you know, it's it's about managing locker rooms and and hockey. It's about managing a locker room or whatever. But I like like I love in hockey when they call a timeout and they take out the grease board and all the guys skate over and they and then the puck gets dropped and it's hitting sticks and skates and bouncing and hitting off the yeah. board. <laughs> so like, what did you just draw up? This mm-hmm. sport and baseball. Hey, listen, they got to move the runner over here. You know, you got to get this guy out of the game. You know, I need to pinch it for so and so. This sport, man, there's so much going on that we that the average person doesn't know. Yeah, it's As, a, there's a high level of execution. Oh my god! Um, under duress, right? So you've got to make plays while getting physically engaged with your opponent. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know. Again, that that platform is what it is. I'm I'm just made I made my decision not to be a part of it because um I enjoy bringing information um that can help people make informed decisions or inform give give informed insights on things and let them go from there but it's you know sometimes when you're in a space where the truth doesn't matter in an argument, um, you realize, okay, well, good luck, everybody. This just ain't, this ain't for me. Um, I just want to ask you one more thing because this is um, this is interesting, right? You got your NHL line rolling out, Man, don't you? Listen, yes, um, our starter black ice collection is incredible. Eleven twenty nine. Uh, if you're in the tri-state area and you're a hockey fan, you need to stop by the NHL store to see this collection. It's really cool. We're actually, I'm getting off a plane 
when we get back from Vegas, we're shooting one of our um, commercials for it. And um, it's really good. You know, I got my guy to commit, Donnie Pucks. Don McGreca is going to be part of my campaign. You know, he's to play-by-play for um, Rangers Radio. And, um, yeah, you guys need to see that. Um, I, there was a segment. I did a segment yesterday on Pix 11. The only part that I've seen so far was the conversation about the radio station. But we did a whole fashion show there, too. So it's it's really cool stuff. Well, that's going to be awesome. That's yeah. that's that's pretty neat. That's no, neat. you have no idea, man. Like starter, starter was a real big part of um, all major sports, but hockey was a thing, and uh, we have it back. And you you'll be super impressed with what we really? did with the first collection. I, I don't remember it. it. Starter was big in in the NHL world. Oh my god, it was one of it was second to football. Um, yeah, starter, you go back and look, your starter all over the boards, you'll see the entire arena. Um, this was, it was a, a really good run. You know, you see the start, uh, the, the starter Hartford Whalers jackets and Hartford jerseys Whalers. and yeah, this was, this, they were big. Um, shout out, you know what? If there's one of our Believe fans that has a starter hockey anything, post it, and I'll give you a nice gift. Oh, the, look at this. Black We're Ice doing collection. giveaways now. From the Black Ice Collection. Um, And there are, Eric Weinberg said, he sent me a text. He said, there's some really good hockey um, shows on Believe. So I think I'm going to have to make my rounds. Oh, you're going to have to do the, the media swing. I'm going to have to make my rounds. Oh, let me tell you something. Good. You can help boost some of the views for some of them. Listen, the the stadium series. You Are you familiar with that? NHL stadium series? Oh, uh, MetLife? It's like the Winter Classic. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in I'm in MetLife, me and uh, Mango. From the oh, Jets. Nick Mango? Nick Mango from the Jets. And next to us is Gary Bettman, the head of the Players Association, all of the um, GMs from the Devils. Yeah, Devils, Flyers, Islanders, Rangers. And I'm in there with this really cool parka that we made for the winter. I call it the Winter Classic, but the Stadium Series. It's a stadium parka. Incredible. And I'm just kind of minding my own business as as we wrap up. And I get a tap on the shoulder. And it's from the commissioner, Batman. And he looks at me and he says, can you get one of those over to my office as soon as possible? I'm like, <laughs> yes, commish, I got you. <laughs> it was, uh, but this, is, this, this collection is really special, man. And we're just starting. This is just the first drop. Um, but we got a lot of other stuff too, but yeah, I'm going to have to do my media swings with, uh, the NHL podcast. So what, what's the, what's the challenge to our fans now? If someone, when we post this podcast on social media, anyone that has a, a vintage NHL starter, anything, 
Okay. Post it, show it. I'm going to give you a piece from our new collection. The new collection, huh? Wow. Yeah, now everybody's going to Google because they're going to be like, well, Starter really part of NHL? You'll see Starter all over the boards. Like that that should be another. That's a, another challenge. Maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a hat for that one. The best there's a there's a there's a video on YouTube of a hockey fight and they're fighting right in front of the starter logo right on the boards. It is classic stuff. Some good stuff out there. All right. So our listener, if anybody has any vintage NHL starter stuff, anything post that you have it and, and tweet it. I got I'm gonna hit you with a nice exit. piece for my new collection. All right. Anything else to get off your chest? Nah no, man, I'm good. I am good. I got to get on a plane and go to Las Vegas. Yep. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing the new stadium because that's where the Super Bowl is going to be. So that will be fun. And uh, there's going to be a lot of Giants fans there. I I know this because, first of all, you know, Giants fans like to travel. They like to go to fun places. Vegas is a fun place. It's a new stadium. Mm-hmm. The Raiders have, uh, they've, you know, they're kind of like the LA teams. You know, they're in a place right now where their fan People base is go. really somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And there's fans from other teams that love to go to the games. And I know yeah. I got a full squadron of guys that I know are going to this game. So, uh, you know, the Giants will have a night, they'll have nice support there. Give them something to cheer about. Yeah. Daniel Jones, let's do it. All right, let's. How do we wrap this thing up? Because you got to get to the charter. I do. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll do a little recap of the Giants and Raiders on the next edition of Believe in Giants. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.